Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here. It is Friday and it is jam-packed today, Max. What's going on? Well, since we have so much to talk about, I guess we can spend the opening talking about Mr. Paul George. Because the exit interviews from the Clippers team this season have not been favorable for one Mr. Paul George. And now, after giving up a king's ransom to get this dude to L.A. to play with Mr. Kawhi Leonard... There's rumors that he might get traded to Brooklyn. (laughs) So uh, Doc Rivers fell on the sword, bounced back quite well, got a nice five-year deal with the Sixers. Um, But it it looks like Paul George is the guy that that people in the locker room feel uh, kind of uh, dismantled this team in in that last series. So you got to remember, you know, he was he was terrible for a while and he was blaming depression and the bubble and all this (laughs) stuff. Um, but it just seems like he's not the team player that that everyone thought he was going to be. Uh, maybe if they talk to, I don't know, guys in uh, OKC or in, in Indiana, um, they could have realized that sooner. But uh, Ka- Kawhi, you know, he, he decided to go play with the Clippers to play with Paul George. He could be a free agent after the season. So... <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi could be elsewhere after this season, and the the Clippers could have just given up uh, Gilgis Alexander and every first round pick for the next decade for nothing. What's going on, Panther? Well, you know, Paul George would actually be a great fit in Brooklyn because then you'd still have no leaders, and then a team full of number twos. <laughs> and you know, it's funny, it, you know, it's funny that you mentioned Paul George going to Brooklyn because my big take was Kyrie coming out and saying, "What the? This fuck? is the first time in his career, <laughs> first time in his career that he can look across the court and like, hey, that motherfucker can shoot." Did he forget all those years he played with LeBron? Like, I mean, just going out of his way to to diss LeBron, and then to me kind of dissing Steve Nash. Like, well, we're not going to look at him as a coach. We're just going to kind of look at him as like, it's going to be a collaborative effort. Like, can we undermine a coach any more than Kyrie has before Nash even gets there? I just, what a shit show Brooklyn's going to be. I'm already looking forward to next season. Oh, me The too. funny thing is, it's, it's actually come out that during the Celtics uh, playoff run, that Jason Tatum was talking with Kyrie to get hints on leadership. And I was like, well, that explains a lot. That explains a lot about that collapse oh, then. If, he, if he's going to Kyrie for leadership uh, training, then that's a big problem. <laughs> What's going on, Rich? What is the uh, NBA without soap opera drama, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's what they do in the NBA. When you, when when people have uh, secondary and, and third Twitter accounts so that they can defend themselves, it just kind of gives you an idea where some of these players are. It's pretty funny. No, I'm just getting ready for Halloween as Rona the Destroyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It took me a second, but yes, that, that's you should go over to Twitter and find that out. That's pretty funny. It is funny, but anyway. You know, just... Uh, Looking forward to today and and uh, what little we have on there to make the most of it. Yeah, yeah. I like the NBA though. I love the soap operas. I want to see who ends up Miss Elizabeth ends up with. You know, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a joke, man! Your Panther is a hundred percent though here, man. Oh God, Brooklyn is going to be such a disaster. It's going to be amazing. Have we ever seen a team 
it's going to look like this? I, I don't know. I mean, the moment the, the quote unquote New York media, because Brooklyn is not really New York. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the, the moment that the New York media says something critical of KD and he just explodes and then cries for like a, a year. Uh, that's going to be great. I can't wait for that because the guy has been so thin skinned when he was playing in Oklahoma City. Yeah. That, <laughs> that New York is, is going to be, you know, a cakewalk for him, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're so much nicer in New York than they are in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh. It's a disaster for Nash because he, he's such a class act. He's a well-respected guy, and I can only see this ending badly for him. Don't, don't you think, like, the better fit for, for Nash might have been the Pelicans? Like, like yes. honestly, like, I really... Like, if Sixers? You, before, I mean, they got Doc Rivers, but he would have been a nice fit even with the Sixers. I mean, he could, yeah. he could have helped mentor Ben Simmons and gotten him into being, like, a true point guard. And absolutely, the Sixers would have been a nice fit. But I'm, I'm thinking of what the talent that they have in uh in, in with the pelicans in new orleans and just how he could have really just clicked with a lot of those younger players and and just i think it would have been a nice fit for him to end up there uh it I, makes I think more sense to have a it makes more sense to have a guy like nash with these younger players mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. with these established veterans exactly it, it, it just Maybe maybe Jason Kidd can go to New Orleans. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't I I don't really like him much as a head coach either. He, he's he's had a couple of odd stops along the way, uh, but really I think that's a that's a destination job. I'm not I'm not super high up on on Zion, but I think he's talented. I think people are going to want to play with him. I think they have a nice foundation of a youthful foundation there, and I think it's going to be a destination spot because Zion's got a name. Now uh, we mentioned on the show the other day that in you might have heard the name before that John Morant is probably the best of the that that younger class that, that we've seen. And Memphis is going to be an up and coming team. But I don't think people are going to be screaming to go to play in Memphis and screaming to go play with John Morant. Uh, he's a better basketball player than Zion. But I think just from a name value recognition, uh, people are going to want to go to New Orleans and play. Yeah, I think you're probably right. All this right, let's get to it. We've got uh, we got one NBA game to talk about, and it's a doozy. Lakers opened up minus seven and a half against the Heat. They're minus nine and a half or ten. I'm surprised it's not even more. Yeah, um, um, I'll take it. Know, listen, man. After the game one loss, we saw that blowout win by LA, and it should have been even more. They took the you know their foot off the pedal at the end of that one. But you saw uh, Goran Dragic, you saw Bam Adebayo, you got Jimmy Butler, all of them injured. And and now you just feel like the inevitable is coming. Like You know what's going to happen here. Lakers going to win this series at four or five. You pick, pick your poison there. Dragic and Adebayo listed as doubtful for tonight's game, which is just a, such a serious blow to this Heat team. And it's a shame. It's a goddamn shame that it didn't happen in the Boston series. Really, just a series earlier. This is these injuries should have happened. Um, kidding aside, I, I do think it's a shame because I, I feel like the Lakers are going to regress today, right? I think they shot the ball really, really well in game one, and that's going to slide a, a bit more towards the norm for them. So, a healthy Heat squad could have taken advantage of that and grabbed a win today, but with Dragic being the catalyst of that offense and even at times the defense. My, my, you know, Miami's hopes of winning this game are really slim, and and you take 
uh, out of Bayou out of the mix, the Lakers are just going to dominate that paint. They're going to create open shots for Danny Green and Contavious Caldwell Pope. And it only seems like they can hit the open shots. Uh, you get a hand in any of their faces and they just shrivel and they can't hit anything. But with open shots, they can seem to hit. Uh, I do expect Kendrick Nunn to get a lot more playing time today. He was solid. Drogic missed a good portion of the season. Nunn played very, very well uh, in in his uh, play, you know, replacing him. But Drogic has been that motor during the playoffs. Without him, uh, Butler's going to have to step up, and he's going to be stepping up on a bulky angle. I don't like that at all. Uh, there's regression. I do have fears of a backdoor cover here, but the play is the Lakers. Even even at nine and a half, ten, um, I. I couldn't quite bet it though. I I just I, I'm going to lean the Lakers here, but I came very very close to betting the Lakers to cover this one by eleven. Yeah, hey, you're not allowed to come over to my island. I was on that island all by myself, and it's all nice and lonely. And I'm painting volleyballs and and got my little coconuts. So just just stay over there in Heatland. Um, but Max is right. Everything about this game screams blowout. I had read yesterday, I know their list is doubtful, but I'm pretty sure I read yesterday that Drogic and Adebayo are already listed as out for tonight. Um, and, and if that's the case, they already couldn't do anything about Anthony Davis in game one. So without Adebayo, I really don't know what they're going to do about Anthony Davis. Um, the rotation for Miami is going to be critical. He mentioned Chris Nunn. Tyler Hero has been the guy that we've really been talking about. Um, for the last couple series, I almost might have to put him in the starting rotation and run these starters out there for 40 minutes because there's without these without their depth, they're just not going to have much of a bench. And I'm not sure how they're going to match up. So, um, yeah, I think sadly, I think this thing is because of the injuries is going to turn into most likely a Lakers sweep. Um, I think the only play here is that the Lakers cover. There's always a chance. You always get these mismatches where somebody doesn't play and the All-Stars don't play and they still show up and keep it close. But I just don't see how. They're missing too many pieces. So I'll bet it. I'll bet the Lakers. I think they are missing way too many pieces with everybody out. Um, Jimmy Butler says he's going to play, but his his ankle hurts, his knee hurts. If the game gets out of hand, I can see him moving to the to the bench as well. I just think with so many people out, it's difficult for me to say what I want to do. I, I tend to avoid games if I'm not getting a full roster one way or the other. I'm going to lean the Lakers here, but I, I'm not making a bet. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to lean the Heat. I think the backdoor cover is in play. I think this game could get out of hand and the Heat just kind of slowly get whittle it down to maybe, you know, close to nine and a half. Although I may want a piece of that 10 when it hits. Uh, yeah. So just a lean for me on the Lakers. So we got no feel on this total, do we, of the 216? With everybody. I would think that all the injuries make it more likely to go under than, than over. That's my knee jerk too. Max? Yeah, that was my initial reaction, but again, it, it, I, I feel like the Lakers probably go up big. Like they're gonna put they're gonna put up a lot of points on the board, and even if they take the foot off the pedal, um, I think then the Heat just go into like three point shooting mode, and uh, there, there's a chance that this could go over because of the fact is that it's gonna be a backdoor cover. Yeah, yeah, three point shooting is probably gonna, for both teams is actually gonna be a big deal. You know, the Lakers jumped out to that big lead because they had sixty one percent three-point shooting in the first half. It tailed off in the second half, it, you know, as you would expect. But, yeah, we, we expect the Heat to be down big, and that just means they're just going to come out here and launch threes and try and keep it close. But I, I don't know how anybody could bet the total here. I'll, I'll lean the under, but I really couldn't bet it. Yep. Any more on that, Rich? 
Yeah, the computer says that even if they were healthy, that it's more likely to go under than over. Oh, okay. So I, I think that the under is the play. I'm just not getting a high enough score out of there. You know, if Miami has to resort to their bench because Butler doesn't play and Drogic sits down, I mean, Nunn's probably about the only guy that's going to give him any offensive production. The rest of them are probably not going to provide them. I think Duncan Robinson could be a, the difference, but if he's going to take three shots and, and then decide I'm not going to shoot anymore because I missed the first three, you know, he was a big part of them um, doing well in the playoffs, hitting all those threes along with uh, Tyler Hero. I just think that it's more likely to go under because I don't think that um, the Lakers will be as efficient in game two as they were in game one. Oh, agreed. I, it, it looks like this is an underplay for me as well. All right. We don't have a line, but I still think we can talk about it because Panther thinks that Panther thinks that St. Louis is going to catch a negative number when this line opens. And I'm oh, not so I sure. Agree. I'm I not agree. so sure. Okay, go ahead. Go. Oh, no, absolutely. I think they will. Do you have, yeah, a, do you have a feel for it? Uh, I mean, it's going to be a low negative number. It's probably yeah. going to be, uh, you know, uh, mi- minus 110, 112 or something like that. Uh, but I think they catch the negative number. Mostly because it, it, the nightmare scenario happened for San Diego yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, was what we were talking about. Zach Davies got chased in the second inning. It became a bullpen game yesterday. They don't have a starter. The Padres don't have anyone to start. It's going to be a bullpen game again today. And I mean, not to say that they lucked out. I mean, their offense came alive and they've got a potent offense, mm-hmm. but they lucked out yesterday. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I just I think the, the what's going to happen here is Flaherty hasn't had a stellar season, but I think he, he whatever they San Diego puts out, uh, Flaherty is going to be better than that. So I, I do think it's going to be a low negative number in St. Louis is my guess. Uh, I would, you know, I'd venture to take them. Uh, and if it's a plus line, I would definitely take them. Well, that's where I'm at. It's you're looking at the pitching matchup, Flaherty versus you know the roster. But um, they pitched nine pitchers yesterday. They they used up. I don't say they used them up, but you're you're asking guys to do something they typically don't do, which is pitch on back to back days. So you're going with a bullpen game. They probably don't have anybody that's going to go longer than three innings to start. Uh, you know that whole Lemay and um, Clevenger injuries is really coming back to bite them. So. I fully expect it to be, you know, Cardinals slightly favored, close to even, but um, with that pitching matchup and the, and look, the Cardinals hit yesterday. They hit. They just the, the, their bullpen caved in, and Tatis and Machado did Tatis and Machado type things. So um, with the card, this lined up perfect for the Cardinals. They get to throw Flaherty in a must-win situation against a team that has no starter and depleted their bullpen yesterday. Um, I don't know what the line's going to be, but I tend to be on the Cardinals today. You're all going to lose. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Flaherty, your man Flaherty, what's his ERA on the year? His ERA is 491. You know what it is on the road? It's over nine. And here's the thing. These are the teams he's pitched against. He's pitched against Pittsburgh. He's pitched against Milwaukee. He's pitched against Kansas City. He's pitched against Cleveland. He's pitched against Detroit. What do all those teams have in common? They all suck at offense, and his ERA is still four and still nine on the road. This is going to be the first above-average team that this guy pitches against in terms of hitting. He is going to get clobbered, no doubt about it. So they're going to be in their bullpen by the third inning just as well. I think if I'm catching San Diego in a plus line in this game, I might take the over as well, um, as long as the number is not like 20. 
<laughs> I think it'd be okay. Yeah, I'm going to take, uh, you know, if I get a plus line with San Diego. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I'm betting San Diego, and if that line is around 11 or 12 on the runs, I'll probably be on the over on that as well. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. If I'm catching a plus line on the Padres, I absolutely want a piece of the Padres. You can't tell me their bullpen's depleted 60 games. 60 games, no extra innings all through the regular season. Those boys better have some gas in that tank. They better. I tell you, man, some of these guys pitch on back-to-back-to-back nights. Uh, Like, honestly, you know, the, the guy that they're thinking of opening the game has pitched in consecutive nights. He's not, he's not going to last more than an inning. Like yesterday was really a bad situation for them to have oh, to burn yeah. through all of those pitchers yesterday. So I agree with you in principle that, yeah. yeah, they shouldn't be gassed in a short season. But just physically, physiologically speaking, these guys <laughs> aren't used to doing this and having to go again today. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and to Rich's point where Flaherty hasn't pitched against anybody – I don't know that that's that's an indictment or a judgment. These big game pitchers get up for big games. This is a big game. He hasn't had one all season. And we, we see a lot of times out of pitchers, they don't show up for, for the who gives a shit games. But then as soon as the, the it's must-see TV, national coverage, game of the week, game of the night, whatever, you end up with a pitcher's duel. So I'm going to dismiss all those stats against the Pirates and the Tigers and the Royals. And I expect Flaherty to show up tonight. The 2019 Flaherty against the Washington Nationals, ERA of nine, pitched four innings in the postseason. Yeah, no, he's going to give up runs. There's no question about it. He's been brutal on the road. If he pitches well today, I mean, more power to him. I don't expect – you know, those who ignore history are destined to repeat it. That this guy's going to get, um, he could, I mean, he's got good stuff. He's supposed to be a good pitcher, but 
he has not pitched well, particularly on the road. And I mean, I, I don't know if I could say that. I mean, he's had one terrible outing on the road this season. He got clobbered by Milwaukee. And then he had a couple of shortened starts because he was he, he got pulled from the game injured in two starts. So that's going to drag his ERA down significantly. Yeah, yeah. But if you look a little bit closer, it's just one terrible game where he gave up nine earned runs to mm. Milwaukee. That's dragging everything down on the road. Well, 2.2 innings against the Cubs, three runs. That's almost the same. Five innings against Detroit, two. Uh, Milwaukee, he did get hammered. But, I mean, look where Milwaukee is on that offense. That's probably, outside the Cubs, the best offense that he faced. And the two good offenses that he faced, he got hammered. And now you're going to get – and those aren't even good offenses. Those were just not at the absolute bottom of the runs per game uh, rankings. So – I mean, maybe he may, maybe he makes a liar out of me, and I, I hope for him as a young kid. I don't wish you know anybody to have uh, you know any lack of success. I hope everybody does well, and you just happen to be better than the other guy. I just can't. I I, I just can't see him pitching well against a team that hits well when he hasn't pitched well against teams that don't hit well. Well, I'm excited for the game now. All of a sudden, I wasn't so into it, but now I am. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Oh man. So the line just the money line came out and oh, um, the Padres are plus one eighty five. The Padres are plus one eighty five. That's what it says on uh, DraftKings. I see it right here, right now. That's a bet on the Padres. I'm taking plus one eighty five. Yeah, it says that the Cardinals are actually minus two fifteen, oh, and now they're plus one eighty. Minus two twenty. Oh, wow! Yeah, I I'm not expected that big of a line. I, well, I, there you I, go, folks. Yeah. Sugar House minus two twenty, Padres plus one eighty five. I'm definitely betting the Padres. You can mark me down right now, Panther. I I, I don't know how you can bet the Cardinals with a, a minus two twenty. Like the, the Padres is the only play. I expected like a minus one ten. I expected an even line, not. Not something astronomical like that. I still, <laughs> I, I, I still think the Cardinals are in a better situation. But from betting purposes, it's got to be the Padres. I'm, a, I'm almost about to just die on the hill and just bet. bet <laughs> do it, Max. Do it. <laughs> At this point, I might just do it. I might just eat the minus two twenty and just call it a day. Here's the well, sword. Rich has successfully done what almost nobody can do, and that's put Max and Panther on the same side of something. <laughs> <laughs> and, the bet, and to take minus 200 plus for Max. Yeah, wow. Outside of his chalk threshold, indeed. So are we getting the Cubs game today? Is that going to happen? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The weather's kind of shaky up here again today. It's supposed to rain and kind of cool. But they say intermittent, so I, I think it's likely that they play because the rain's not supposed to come to later on in the day. So I, I think they do play today. All right. Well, it's it's Cubs as it sits right now, minus two hundred, minus two hundred one, uh, Miami plus one eighty two. I mean, it's it's a day later, so not much has changed. Uh, but, but the line got worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, the line got worse. The, the well, the money's coming hard and on Chicago. Uh, I just I wonder about this extra day. Is it good or is it bad for the Cubs? I mean, it's good because their players get an extra day rest. Darvish gets an extra day, yada, yada, yada. But I also wonder if that sense of urgency, that recency of that loss on Wednesday is starting to be muted a bit, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's just an extra day to kind of be a little complacent where they shouldn't be. Their backs are against the wall here. And, and for Miami, I think it gives his bullpen an extra day's rest because Sixto Sanchez doesn't typically go longer into games 
So I'm wondering if this is more of an advantage for Miami than it is for Chicago getting this this day off. Uh, I was talking about uh, on on the show yesterday when we thought the game was going to happen. Is it's hard to win back to back games in Chicago? Well, now you got a break in between. I, I I don't know if that means much, but it could. So to me, uh, you know, I still think the Cubs should win this one. I, I like Darvish out there. But I'm seeing more value on betting the Marlins today than I did yesterday, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. No, it makes perfect sense. Um, The the situation didn't change as far as the better picture being Darvish, the better situation being the Cubs, but the line keeps getting worse for them. So, yeah, I think the value play, you you just kind of hope that maybe Darvish, his pitch count gets high about the sixth inning, you get in the bullpen. The Cubs' bullpen has not exactly been stellar all year. So if the Marlins can keep this thing close and get Darvish out of there, then you got a whole new ball game. But I, I agree with Max. The value play is the Marlins here. Yeah, I said yesterday. I mean, the value play is definitely the Marlins. Heck, if you bet the Marlins and the Padres and one wins, you guys, you, you make money for sure. The, um, the value play is the Marlins, but the Cubs magic number is three. Six toe will give up three. If the Cubs can get the three or better, they win almost 75% of the time. I think the Cubs do win this game today, but I'm not getting any value at minus 200, so I'm just going to lean on my Cubbies. Yeah, I've got the Cubs winning pretty easily, but minus 201 is way too high. So I agree with Max and Panther. If you, It's Miami or bust. Find a way to bet Miami or just sit the hell out of the game. Uh, the total on that one is seven. You still think the under with all the shitty weather? I think it's likely to be under, but seven is a, a small number, a little bit too small for me. So, But I would lean the under, but... You just never know. The wind, is, the wind is blowing in today from um, from right field to the third base, but it's not really blowing a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think the wind's really going to have any impact on the game. It's minus 120 for the under, plus 100 for the over on that seven. Max, you got a feel? I, I'm liking the under. Like, I, I do. I, I like the under in this one. Um, weather is going to be a factor. Uh, I, I'm just, I, Listen, I'm, I'm just hoping that Sixto – Puts on a really solid performance. Uh, I, I like this kid a lot, and the fact that uh, he he came from Philadelphia, right, Panther? That was the the trade. Uh, he came from the right. yeah. So that that makes me even like him even more. That that uh, that Philly who desperately needs pitching uh, traded this guy, and Real Muto hasn't really been <laughs> the real deal for for Philly. So uh, I, I'm rooting for this kid. It's kind, of, it's kind of like the Raiders needing a linebacker. Yeah, right. right yeah, the Chucky <laughs> Chucky Gruden school. <laughs> Well, the, listen, the, the Phillies got a near elite pitcher. So, I mean, uh, they, they, they have that going for them. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I like the under here as well. Um, I, I, I'm almost expecting maybe a, a Braves-Reds type game for the, at least through the first five innings. And then after that, Sanchez is probably gone. And if you're the Marlins, you got to hope you can get rid of Darvish pretty soon after that. Yeah, looks like it's going to be an underplay. I agree. Uh-huh. But in a kind of weird twist here they just took that padres game off the board already maybe the money was flooding in on the padres or something yeah they realized they, that's a horrible line they got exposed yeah mm-hmm. all right so if you took advantage of yeah. it while we're on the air before though we've talked about that is is sometimes you know if they're uncertain they'll throw something out there Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. See how people react to it. Um, I am still seeing a. Oh, I'm seeing a couple now. now minus two hundred five plus one seventy five. So I'm, I'm still seeing a couple out there. So I think you grab it quickly <laughs> if you want the Padres. Grab it quickly because I, I do think that that Vegas is trying to get a feeler out there on this one. 
shit. I still can't find one. God damn it. Oh. Art just trying to place a bet while we're on the air. I do that often, man. <laughs> I, I did. I did. I took as soon as that line popped up, man, I, I put my bid in on the Padres. Look, we're not ESPN here. If I say I bet the game, I fucking bet the game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, real quick. I know we're about to wrap up. Can, yeah. can we just talk Thursday Night Football real quickly? Oh, yeah. Well, well, frankly, it wasn't a terrible game. Like, I thought it was going to be absolutely dreadful to watch. It, it wasn't dreadful to watch. Jets, Jets, Broncos, you just vomit in your mouth a little bit. It wasn't terrible. But I do want to say this. Adam Gase is gone. <laughs> yeah. Adam Gase is gone. Like, again, you're seeing an undisciplined team. You're seeing all those personal fouls. I love that Vic Fangio, Van, Vic, Vic Fangio, whatever the hell his name is, the coach of the Broncos is just like, get off the field. Told his players just get off the field. Because he knew that there was going to be a fight yeah. if they stayed on the field. All those hits that Rippon took at the end of the game, completely uncalled for, just completely ridiculous on the Jets. Like They were aiming for his head. He's gone. Jets will not fire Adam Gates. Oh, c- come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, no, they have to. They can probably fire pretty I, much. I was just pulling it up on the screen. Jets the will not fire Adam Gates following week four loss and plan to retain him for the rest of the season. Oh, my God. This, this is just... This is Jets. This, 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 <laughs> yeah. it, this, this is the Jets right here. This, this is the definition of the Jets. This guy should be gone. There's no question about it. You're missing you know, if I told you, Go ahead. If, if, I told you, if I told you going into last night, we'd, we'd already botched the under, right? Because it was supposed to be a shit show. Like 80%, 80%. I, I even went against my own logic there. But um, if I told you that Rippon was going to throw three picks – a pick six. They were gonna have nine penalties, and the the uh, Jets were gonna have twenty eight points. There's no way the Jets lose that game, right? There's no way. Yeah. And then the Jets still do Jets type things. Well, you guys are missing the entire point of leaving that in Gase in there because the players hate him. They're not gonna play for him. And next year, Trevor Lawrence is gonna be a New York Jet. Oh man, could you imagine that? Could you imagine just? Giving up on Darnold like that? Oh my God! Yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> I, I could, I could see Trevor Lawrence pulling an Eli and be like, "Nope, not going there. Nope, <laughs> no way." <laughs> the Jets already off to an own own four start. Host the Cardinals, then they go to the Chargers, then they play the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Patriots. Maybe get a win out of there. Maybe they Ooh. beat the maybe beat the Chargers. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, man. I hate the Jets. I, I I despise the Jets. And if they went zero and sixteen, my goodness, it would be glorious. I'd be so happy. Be I'm not even sure the it, Jets' right? first team can beat the Jets' second team. <laughs> Yesterday we talked about. If Darnold would be the best quarterback on the field yesterday ever, I think yesterday settled that question. Yes, it did. <laughs> oh God! Even even through three picks, ripping through three picks is still better. Hey, Darnold channeled his inner Lamar Jackson. I mean, it, he had eighty-four yards. He was the leading rusher. Yeah, by a lot. He was by a lot. By a lot. <laughs> Uh, on one on one carry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's, he had another forty yards after that. Yeah, no. 
Fantastic. All right. Well, All right. we went from having nothing to actually having a really good show, Max, but that's it. That is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com or download the DGENs app, Android, iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcasts, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsale, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. You can spike bet if you want to, fellas. You really can. So, I mean, minus 205 Cardinals. Think about it. Rich, final words. Aren't they all really good shows? That's why, that's why, that's why everybody listens. And, and that's why you got to tell your friends about us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however it is you communicate. And, yeah, you can tell them, hey, these guys know that when Sam Darnold hits the field, he is the worst quarterback no matter what. And that alone should have you telling your friends to give us a, a listen. Panther, I know you're kind of in my neck of the woods on your way home. So take us home with you. Uh, we're 20 miles into Indiana now, so we're getting we're getting closer. But um, yeah, you know, the more I think about that Padres game, they're, Vegas is begging you to take the Padres. Maybe St. Louis is the play. They're scaring you off St. Louis like that. That line's just crazy. But you guys, you know, you listen to the show. You listen on the app. You listen on the website. You listen on iTunes and everywhere. And and so this, this is probably the big question of the day: Cardinals or Padres? Who you like? Get on there. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you did yesterday. What you're going to do today with all three games. Probably a Panther parlay in there somewhere. But when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.